Just, just a... What? Uh, not bad. No, no, just... Uh, funky, funky. No, just... Where is it? Oh, this, uh, this is shit. I'm not on hold. This is shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RG Podcast Live! Well, that'll do. Andy, you invited me down to your hometown so we could do a live podcast. You didn't think of taking me to the... Bounce the land of ping pong. It's the land of ping pong! I want to get paid some danger money. I've left, <laughs> I've left the Midlands. Hold on, hold on. The North could attack now because someone could have left the door open. Who's watching the North in your absence? Nobody, because I've had to come down here. But you, what? what? I thought if I left early enough, they wouldn't be awake. Wait, hang on. So no one's protecting this, the town of Litchfield? No. Who's protecting Oxford? I thought you were protecting Oxford. I live in London. Oh. Why aren't you protecting Oxford? I don't know. Why aren't you protecting Oxford, Adele? Because I live in Cambridge. Uh, it doesn't need. It doesn't need protecting. <laughs> okay, so um, there's 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 lots of policemen on bikes just patrolling the place all the time. Yes. We yeah. need we need drones. I think we also need to say, we also need to say what this show's about. Everybody, welcome to episode 14 of the RG podcast. Yes. In fact, it's actually 14. it's the RG Pongcast this week. Pongcast. That's right. From the home of ping pong, we're at bounce. Grax, introduce your badass. My name is Grax. I'm also known as Thor Odinson, and I'll be running the London Marathon this Sunday, the 13th of April, 2014. We'll be burying him on Tuesday. Yes. Like a horrible Craig David. <laughs> okay. But it's okay, Grax, because I've made those funeral plans. I'm glad someone's thought about this more than I have. You're going out in style. I've got you a, um, a basket casket. Fantastic. Just because it rhymes and I've got no money. Yeah, wicked basket in another game. But enough about me. You, sir, what's your name? I normally get introduced. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Internet Zone! Michael Bell! You're right. I've had to bring my travel bell down this week. Um, it's not It's not as mighty as the other one. The other one's quite, it's quite hefty, it's lovely, and that one's just... It's not weighty. I mean, that is that is not a weighty bell. I'm expecting like little waiters and little service people to come around. It was £1.99. It was. It and was. Uh, when it's gone, it's gone. So, uh... That's the story of my bell. Fantastic. Really? Once it's in, it's in. It doesn't come back out. Will Smith tried to write a song about it. It just didn't work. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the RG Podcast. And I'm enjoying it this week. I'm sponsored by Gin. Gin. Um, I've, I haven't got a drink. I ran out of drink. Uh, I've, I've got. And I'm sponsored by my own spit because I forgot to drink my own drink and bring it around well, here. I thought ahead. I saw we're going to be here for a while, so I bought myself a drink. This is true. So why are we in Pong land? Why are we in Bounce? Well, firstly, um, the, the only reason that we should come to the world of ping pong. It's because I'm waving it, at the camera because there's a camera there. Yeah, yeah we're also on the, the YouTube people, hello. Um, Why are you watching this? <laughs> only 30 people watched episode 7, so don't worry. Um, 29 of them were you, weren't they? Yeah, maybe. Um, no, I thought we'd say we've got a live audience as well. This is true. Say hello, live audience. Yeah. There's many of us. There's at least 16 of us. 16. Do some clapping. Yeah. Look at that. Bravo, bravo. Excellent. Um, so, the first rule of Audience Club is... Don't talk about it! The first rule of Audience Club is... Don't get smashed in the face from a light bow ball. So the first rule of Audience Club yes. is you don't heckle us on our own show, okay? We are the ones who will do the heckling. Heckle as much as you want. <laughs> and if you've got stories that are better than ours, just say them. Yes! <laughs> So we're definitely going to return to our audience for uh, thoughts, comments, oh God, burning questions. I have a beer, beer with orange in it. I don't like it. Oh, my face! I've, I've been attacked. This is going to be a, such a pain to edit post-production. I've got a plaster. I've got a plaster. It's okay, Michael Wells brought the emergency box. That's good. Um, so what's been what in the week of what? Well, I've been training and preparing for the London Marathon, which is happening on Sunday, the 13th of April, 2014. Tomorrow? Oh, ah, yesterday. We, we would have done it, wouldn't you, by now? Because this, this is Monday. It's Monday. Welcome to Monday. Because the show goes out on Mondays. But yeah. Um, I've how, got how are you feeling? You must be knackered. You must be absolutely just smashed. I've accepted my fate now. I've accepted that it's going to hurt. 
I've accepted that it's going to be hot. I've accepted that wearing a Thor costume for 26 and a bit miles is probably not the best idea I've ever had. 26.6, not 26 and a bit, 26.6. Oh, no, no, he has to do extra running because he looks like an idiot. Ball in! Oh, it's gone that way. Oh. <laughs> um, have you got plastered on your nipples from the experience or just enjoyment? Don't worry about my nipples. I'm the only one who needs to worry about my nipples. I'll just put some Vaseline around the nipples. That, that's just sorted out, Are right? You gonna, have you got someone to maintain the nips as you run? Yeah, there are people. Sorry? There are people holding massive tubs of Vaseline so you can scoop. So you just pop run. it in? So you scoop. No, you have to use your hands. Yeah, oh, you can't just like lop in, a, lop in a man tit. No, my tit's not big enough. To I do think that. they are. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, mate. <laughs> God, you've got no tits at all anymore. Come on! That's what it should be. I've got the best tits on the podcast now. Yeah. Well, I think Adele's got something to say well. about that. Well, all right, Grax, that's... Uh, you meet the girl 20 minutes ago, so... All right, I love great tits. What can I say? I'm fast. That's, that's what I need to be fast with a marathon. Adele, how do you feel about being um, propositioned by Grax? So, yeah, um, for the last few days, I've been preparing my outfit, which is a, a fantastic bit of kit, crafting it out of Eva foam. I've been doing a hell of a lot of research online from cosplayers. Where, where did you start with this um, the idea? Did you have the hammer or did you have a wig and thought, well, I could be four, fuck it? It was no? last year when I actually got through to the London Marathon, I had the idea of dressing up like Thor because I was starting to obsess with the guy, especially with the recent movies and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Chris Hemsworth, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, well, with the wig, I'm a perfect spitting image. <laughs> he doesn't. He absolutely doesn't. He'll be spitting in disgust if you like thought of that. Very good. So then afterwards, I got the hammer. And then I was thinking about buying the jumpsuit, you know, the really cheap jumpsuit that you buy from costume shops, which get you kitted out to look like your said superhero or whatever. And I thought, no, no, no. I'll make it myself. Yeah, of course. I'll get more satisfaction. And if I can make the materials out of proper running kit so I can use it again. And I learn a skill on how to craft costumes, which will serve me well in the future, I feel. What are you going to do next? I don't know, but... Okay, moving on. So, um... <laughs> Never mind. I mean, you do look, he looks like a massive dice. That's my opinion. I'm sorry, Grax. Dyke? Yes. He looks like a massive like a dice. huge lesbian. That's offensive on so many It levels. was my first try. <laughs> where do you buy that much foam? Online. And, and for, um, for a man in his 30s, where do you go, right, I'm going to need to buy some foam and sit around? No, seriously, <laughs> I've been doing that. I've been going to various shops and explaining my situation. I'm trying to make a Thor armor. Where do I buy foam? And All I need right. um, other things, like uh, I need a heat gun. I need a glue gun. I need spray paint. You could have just come to my school. We could have sorted. We could have made one there. I could have saved about forty I would have quid. Got the kids to do it, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a brilliant project for your kids. Yeah, make me a costume. Oh, great. Well, for next but year. now it's all done. It's all prepared. The cape is looking marvellous. It's a and good cape. Yeah. Good I, have cape, I have cape envy. If you don't use that cape at least three more times, I'll be disappointed. Consider it done. If you don't start going to gentlemen's parlours wearing that cape, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> And uh, so, to, so on Saturday, I managed to pick up my kit, uh, my running forms, including the tracking device, the number, and I got to meet uh, Leukemia Care. You've got an electronic tag. Not on me, but I do have a tag on me. Yeah. I, th I thought it would end up going that way. We all knew that. Episode 10. After, a, after the court appearance in episode 10, it was inevitable that you'd end up with something around your ankle at some point, giving a, a precise GPS to your entire location. They finally <laughs> caught up with me. <laughs> oh, I thought we'd moved away from the paedophilia. I thought we'd moved on from that. I don't know what's worse. You started with racism moving into paedophilia. We went from racism to paedophilia. Where do we go from here? I mean, audience, where do we go from these Sodomy? points? I don't know. What would you... What's worse in... Hopefully a long way away and yeah. back away gently and apologetically. That's a good answer. Okay. But yeah, I managed to... I went to the... But yeah, just brush it off. Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't matter. They're easy to do. They're very small. I'm so sorry, Internet. I'm so sorry. I know you're not. I'm not at all. I managed to meet up with Leukemia Care, which is the charity I'm running for. I mean, made sending correspondence back and forth for the emails uh, with a representative of the group, and I finally got to meet them. And they said, like, oh my god, Grax, it's you. You actually are in a Thor costume. And they're a really, really nice bunch of people. So I hopefully will be doing them well. And there will be a Sonic the Hedgehog running alongside me. In the mouth, surely he'll just destroy you and win. Yeah, I mean, it's Sonic the Hedgehog. He'll be distracted by coins and other things he's going to go he's for. He's got tails to pick him up and just take him away, yeah. That's cheating. And he's got that supersonic spinny thing. Well, yeah, he may have the spin dash. 
But does he have an enchanted hammer called Mjolnir? If you walk around in central London with lots of blades on your back, you're not going to make the marathon, are you? Sounds like uh, uh. Definitely. Yes. Thank you, Adele Cliff. <laughs> so anyway, Michael Bell. Well, you see, Grax is doing his bit for charity. I did some, I did some charity work this week. Tell me now. I took my mum to go see Miranda. That is dull. You took a bullet. <laughs> A Miranda-shaped bullet, which is a big one. Yeah. Is that so? I did, yeah, last Friday. It was like a Mother's Day present. So, lovely Mike. Um, I went to the NEC in Birmingham, which is a horrible place anyway. Not just Birmingham in general. And um, the NEC, yeah. the NIA in Birmingham. Are you sure you weren't at the NIA? No, it was the NEC on the Friday. She went to the NIA yesterday. Oh, hold on, we've got, we've got a dispute in the audience. Hold on a minute, we've got a dispute. <laughs> Oh, this is not normal. We could have just come hung out. <laughs> Fair enough. You were in I'll Birmingham, you. didn't text me. Oh. Sorry. You should, as well, you should be. Yeah. I was in Birmingham, I thought I could avoid you. I did. I did. It worked really well, but now I've given myself away. Uh, okay. Uh, it started so well. So how did it yeah. go, this actual date? Um, well, your I was, date with your mummy? I was one of 12 boys, probably. Uh, wow. Entirely menopausal women, pretty much. And children. So you're perfect hunting ground, really. <laughs> and... Um, it was kind of cringy because there's like lots of sing songs. It was it was a good show. I mean, for if you're like into that sort of thing. Fall over? No, didn't, didn't fall over once. Didn't fall over once. Maybe backstage. I don't know. I don't know. And um, oh, I'll have some my money back. But there was like a sing song at halftime that was "I Will Survive," which pained me. It's, uh, it's going to be in the back of my head forever. And um, there was like, I've never seen so many ill-fitting boob tubes in my life. <laughs> I mean, they may have initially been. What colour did you choose? They may have initially been t-shirts, but no, no, no more, no more. What was your desired outfit for this gig? Uh, yeah, what does Michael Bell wear to a Miranda gig? I think I wore a Distillers t-shirt, you know, because because I'm full of teenage angst, you know. Uh, anyway, and then then she made like this her one like risque joke was this blowjob joke. And Sorry, what? Miranda made like a slight blowjob joke. Okay. And my mum laughed so hard. I've never heard her laugh at anything harder. And, uh, Is that actually the most disturbing? Scarred for life. Sc I, I can't look her in the face anymore. It's just, I'm going to be there at Christmas. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I know what you've done. Christmas is a time for giving. <laughs> anyway. That was Miranda, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But Miranda, she's, her style of comedy Adele, is what do so you think mild. of Miranda? Um, just on the note of penal, penal, just peni, general peni activity, uh, I found myself... Um, Not in public, I've told you. I found myself being chatted up in a toilet two nights ago. Really? I went to a man, I went to a man loo um, in a... In a, a shitter, some people would call it. Uh, no, it wasn't a cubicle, it was like, I was a, it was a number one, a standing up job. Um, and you go to these kind of, I was, I was in a very, very interesting, very funky venue. You know, I go to interesting places like uh, Bounce, Solana, Ping Pong, um, and and I was doing my man thing, as you do. Your bad thing. No, my man thing. Man thing. Okay. You had your cock out. Yeah, basically, uh, which could be considered the bad thing, depending on who's watching. Um, and this guy sort of walked up behind me and started offering me smells. 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 Oh, that guy. What, you know him? The, well, he's a generic guy that goes around all the toilets offering smells and hand. Yeah, but I was still doing my business. It was like, would you like some of this, please? I was like, but I'm not finished. Why are you doing this? Well, that guy's efficient. Clearly. He obviously thinks you stink. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. This man's filthy. You he stink needs to a smell piss. nice. <laughs> Have some yeah, yeah. smell goods. Yeah. I've had that. I've had that before in uh, in nightclubs when I used to go to drum bass nights. I used to go drum and bass. Yeah, I used to be young and cool and thin, and um, <laughs> used to get offered drugs a lot, toilet drugs, whilst you're pissing. Well, like like what, like those like those cubes? No, not 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 an, ox, not an oxo cube. No, I wasn't going to do my roast. No, and so you'd be you'd be urinating, and someone was like, oh, "Mate, mate, do you want it? do you want anything? Do you want anything?" Meeting like, yeah, like, yeah, I'd like to have a piss, please. Yeah, piss private first. Maybe I will crunch your service first, sir. But first of all, let me urinate. Then I will come and buy your toilet drugs. But you never can work out like the business plan behind it. Like, did they have right? Okay, I'm going to buy a big bag of drugs. I'm going to sell them at nightclubs and toilets because that's where people take drugs. But I'm going to go there and just proposition them whilst they're urinating. They're doing their business. And I've never understood that. Were they drugs or urinal cakes? Is that why you were offered them whilst they were you were urinating? Blue. Yeah. You they can took, get blue urinal cakes, can't you? They took a long you? time to, to suck. But um, you shouldn't suck a urinal cake. That's not what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I mean, they put some frosting on you've it. You've clearly got some form, Michael Bell. But no, hey? I used to go and I, I, I obviously didn't partake in the drugs, but you would be offered 
Ecstasy, I believe it's called, and, and MDMA. Oh, MDMA. I believe wow. that's what it's called. I did that in DT. Yeah, and you used to get, but you used to get offered it at the toilets, and I never understood why. Wait, if I want the drugs, I'll find you. You know, it's not, it's not an efficient business plan. Like a drug dealer, Batman. Um, he did wear a cape. So did he expect a tip afterwards? Ah, my one did. My one did. Did he bully you for a tip after he offered you drugs? No, uh, I, I didn't. No, no. But I didn't take any drugs. No, no, you got a tip. No, because I didn't buy any. You still got, you still got a tip. So after I went for, after I finished doing my man wang thing, whiz, jizz, whatever it was. Yeah, so I was having a wee wee. Um, the technical term. Um, so then I finished up, and then I was going to wash my hands because I'm obviously you know, a respectable individual. Well done. Well done. Some people don't do for number Real one. Real men yeah. do. Sorry? You, you don't think men wash their hands? This is all true, this story. This is entirely true. I've had to wash my hands now I'm not single. All right. Are there, what were you oh, doing? Those, those glory single days where you could win and not wash your hands. Oh, they were good times. Those days are long gone. <laughs> do you live with your woman then? Or, huh? Do you live with your woman? Yeah. Uh, then you've definitely got to wash your hands. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. I tried to sneak, in, sneak one non-wash your hands session, uh. but... She goes out on a Friday night. Well, I'm gonna put on some. I'm gonna put on some trousers, no top. Go for a wee and not wash my hands. Fuck you, woman. That is rebellion right there. There we go. Oh I'm god, sorry, I'm single. No, it's fine. It's very entertaining. Um, so, so he offers me the. He offers me two varieties of soap after generally looking at my penis for a few minutes and offering me smells. And then there was no. Um, There's no hand dryers, so he offered me the the, the paper afterwards. Now, at what point do you have to pay him? Because if you take I, the smell, I didn't take the, the paper, smell. He was kind of just spraying. Then you can me. just walk away. I did. I walked away. I felt. I felt kind of bad. That's fine. This is. I thought it's perfectly acceptable. If you if you use their if you use the services, you got to pay. Just like hookers, if you use the services, you got to pay. Got to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want, if you're talking to a lady and think, oh, I smell a bit bad. I need some something smelly. You don't spray don't it go it. to a hooker. You spray it That's, on. It's a wrong business plan. <laughs> Why are you going to hookers for, for nice smells? What's that? Like? Because they give me an honest opinion. <laughs> yeah. They give you excellent feedback. Yeah. But no, if you're in a club or whatever, posh toilet, and you're talking to a lady, you want to smell nice, then you use the smell, then you've got to pay. Okay. Right. Fine. End the discussion. <laughs> Done. Um, I have a question for lady kind. The lady people. For the lady people out there in, in the universe. My question is... Okay, guys. Throw it in. So we've, we have real ladies here. And this is, why, this is the perfect time to ask. So I ask, we've been discussing the idea of how in, in men's toilets there are often a gentleman there washing their hands and serving perfumes and sweeties. And looking at your penis, yeah. You knew menacingly. Do women have the same thing? Yeah. You do, and condoms as well often condoms for well. sale. We've got to pay like mostly, three pounds. Mostly those sweets in nightclubs, they give you like a drumstick and you expect two pounds. It's like, well, no, I'm not even going to eat this now. I want vodka, not sweeties. <laughs> so you think they should have a bar in the toilet? Well, maybe a surreptitious bar with little bots, bottles of whiskey and stuff to slip out. Katie, what's your personal experience? Um, yeah, they're annoying. Is it actually a guy in the toilet or is it a lady? It's a lady. And also they stand right in front of the sink so you have to like shuffle around them really yeah, awkwardly and then true. you can't get to the hand dryer without treading on all of their feet because you're a bit yeah. drunk. And the worst thing is, I don't drink, so this all happens to me sober, and I can't be accidentally rude. You could be accidentally rude, or intentionally really rude, and just <laughs> tell them it's, just be like, I'm on lots of drugs, I'm sorry, but F off. Wow. You are a braver person than I, because I've suffered from politeness, being a middle-class gentleman, as it was, and so you feel obliged to give them something of some kind. Oh, well, I suffer from politeness when it's necessary, but sometimes you can throw off the shackles of politeness and be a bit rude. Well, have you ever been there when there's been the guy uh, on the toilet and you're walking out and you haven't washed your hands and they look at you like, they look at you like you're really filthy and dirty. It's like, <laughs> I'm dirty, you work in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> but he's surrounded by perfumes and hand washers. He's probably the cleanest man there. Really true. It's like, no, don't look at me like this. You know, you, work on the you literally work in the toilet. So the other thing I saw this week whilst in the toilet, oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that. A really big floater. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> With glitter on it. Oh, a glitter floater specialist. A gloater. Yes. You would be gloating afterwards as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Should have cram it down. Um, oh, <laughs> never use the expression cram it down when you're talking about a I was at Clackett Lane Services. Woohoo! The home of disappointment. Um, and I was going for a, a man toilet again, a number one. You need to go in an awful lot. You should go to the doctors and check it this out. This is a different day. 
but you're right, I should visit, I should pay him a visit. Um, Get to the point! And you, stop interrupting! He is, he's, at, he's at his point, he's on the toilet. Ah! I, technically, yes, I had my hands full. Um, it's massive. Um, stop. Stop checking Twitter whilst you're talking. Get to the point! Yes. 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 <laughs> right, Andy, how do you cock out again? You're in a toilet. Whilst I was doing my man wee, right, and there we have a gentleman in the audience as well who can verify this. They had one of those adverts in front of me. Good God! Advertising erectile dysfunction disorder. Erectile dysfunctional disorder. With a QR code to the website. In the ladies' toilets at a lot of service stations, they have um, these incontinence pads adverts on the back of the seat, or they just have other ones that say like, "Are you having to go a bit more often? Contact us about as, bladder as weakness." As we're on the subject, I've seen that for a man version. In the man toilets. This is the man's toilet, isn't it? And a really nice pub in Litchfield. And there's a big sign here. Uh, it's a bit about uh, man enhancer or something. And it's saying, uh, the tagline is, are you getting some tonight? Big question mark. And then it lists um, some qualities and, and reasons why you should purchase this um, wang enhancer. Man enhancement. And so here we go. So the, so the first few, and I can understand this. Stay up, stay up longer. That's good. That's what you want from. Stay up longer. Viagra, you want that? You don't want to stay up at least four a.m. At least four a.m. Oh, you want? You, it's a Friday night. You don't care. Mum's not yeah. going to tell you off. Absolutely. You don't wash your hands for shit. And then the next one I picked up is firmer, longer. Sim similar, longer, similar, longer, but fine. Twice, the next one is delay longer, which obviously you want delaying whilst you have enjoying motions with a lady. Absolutely fine. Perform long, perform longer. It works fast. Very good, okay. Wait, hold on, but you wanna, it works fast, but you wanna perform longer. Oh, my face! The effect works fast, okay. Right, okay. So you don't, it doesn't make you- So you're lock and loaded super quick. <laughs> Technical term. So now, so, so far, you're thinking, well, this is exactly what I need if I'm gonna use these drugs. Make sex okay. at a Miranda concert, yeah. right? Yeah. But obviously, like, the marketing firm for this poster needed 10 things, and it obviously got about half four, and they were knocking off on a Friday, about five, and this ran out of ideas. So, after work fast, which is what you want, it's got ultimate desire, which means nothing. Hold on, is that like a smell? Does it, does it seep through, like, by osmosis? That's what I do all the then time. It, I have the ultimate desire. Then it's got fragrance. Right. So, eau de Grax. Yes. Yeah. But then it's got no side effects, which I guess fine. Well, you can't operate heavy machinery. Yeah, yeah. You don't want side effects. For the, and then for the last one, to try and produce some national pride, produced in the UK. Hey. <laughs> like, what, That's why is the that there? Manufacturing industry. Why is that there? Sexual enhancement drugs. How much were they? Uh, I believe it was four pounds for two. Oh, oh, the unisex formula. That's the thing, Madela. I just point find it out. Oh. What's a unisex formula? Well, also, why would a lady need to take a penis-enhancing drug? Because your penis needs to get hard. Okay. Well, maybe that might be true, but I'm a little confused about why it needs to be unisex. This this poster was from Litchfield. There's precious little to do. It's a boring place. But it just confused me. Why would you have produced in the UK at the end? Like they're, they're just clawing for anything. Because you've got to watch your air miles on penis enhancement products. Yeah. Be Carbon more conscious. Footprint. Yeah. We don't want your enhancement to be playing a big fat carbon footprint on the environment. Stay out of it, Brussels. I'm going to get my Viagra from England, locally sourced. <laughs> locally sourced. We don't want the Viagra to be formulated in Germany, to be shipped off to China, to be packaged, to be then shipped off to Norway, to be labelled, to then shipped to the UK, which is ironically cheaper than doing it in the UK. Wow, you've cracked the whole industry open there, cracks, haven't you? UK are onto something, aren't they? <laughs> it happens all over the industry, you don't even know. So you, you've you been taking photos in toilets? Yes. I've done that too. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we'll, we'll post that on the Facebook, on, on the Facebooks and the Twitters and the, and the website. Yeah, we'll link that into uh, into the feed. Um, those are the things that happened this week. Fantastic. Um, um, let's move on to... It's local news! I'm not going to sit next to you when you're just live again. Local news! I forget how incredibly high-pitched you are. It's almost like you haven't gone through puberty. So, do we actually have any local news? I've got, I've got some, uh, I've got some quality local news. Ah, oh, been attacked again. Man down. Man with bow tie attacks podcast. Local news update. That, that was the Adams that apple. That was a Nick shot. <laughs> We're gonna take these guys down. Quick, Adele, you gotta take over before my Adele recovers. Dying. Dying. Yeah, things, th things have happened in Litchfield. Okay. I'm Michael Bell. 
So, uh, yeah, Litchfield, stuff happened. I went to Morrison's in Litchfield and they have a weird smog that engulfs the vegetables. Oh, like um, Saharan dust? Yeah, well, a bit, but it's more smoky. It's like an ice-type machine that you would have in a nightclub. Right. And do they have, like, a little Morrison's guy, like, with a foot pump operating it? Or? No. It was merely, I don't know, magic probably operated magic it. magic in Morrison's? Yeah. Wow, let it shine. So as you select your cabbage, you can be engulfed by an icy wind. And does that make you feel like you're on stars in their eyes? A little bit, yeah. So that's what's happening in Litchfield, as far as I'm aware. Back to Michael Bell 2. I, I have survived now. Um, He's I'm fully, from his, fully recovered. Yeah. From his Adam Apple injury. I didn't think I was going to make it there for a second, but it's yeah. okay. It's fine. Oh, fantastic. Um, so... <laughs> it's happening again. This is chaotic. Whose idea was this, honestly? Normally we sit in three separate locations recording the podcast. That's how I like it. Apparently that's a good thing. I can I can wear my Jurassic Park pajamas and peace. <laughs> you could do that now. You just got too much shame in your body. Oh, it's going to be such a bitch to edit. Okay, so local news. I've got some UK news. Three news stories. First one I'm going to go with is um, the Exeter, uh, wherever it was, the Exeter something, the Exeter Express and Echo. Uh, screening of Noah cancelled after movie theatre floods. Oh, the irony. I think it goes on to the next level of irony of actually being biblical. That is, is that God saying, view, you're taking the piss. We don't like you, view. God wouldn't say that, he's lovely. No, he's not, he's an arse. God's lovely. It depends which version of God you're talking about. <laughs> Hold on. He's probably saying 450 for popcorn. No, that's not an option. Maybe he's got a Cineworld card, I don't know. And he just, he flo he'll flood any opposing cinema to Cineworld, I don't know. So, High Street consumer update, um, popcorn's through the roof. This is much more important than the cinema being flooded during a screen of Noah. So, um, the, the paper reports um, an ungodly, it's actually crossed out, an unlucky few at one theater in Exeter did not see that it was a good thing because the first screening was canceled due to flooding, there you go. That's Exeter news, so for anyone that's in Exeter. Hang on, I just, I just read that, that's a 2 p.m. that's a 2 p.m. viewing. They should be at work anyway. Yeah, what? Oh, oh, ah, it was an ice machine. It went haywire. Oh, the slushy machine? No, an ice machine. Imagine that, a blue wave of slush puppy. And just like that, I'm uninterested in the story. Yeah. Don't care anymore, move on. Everyone survived. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. So, so Andy, that's the funniest line. You should have read that beforehand. That's the only funny line in this bloody story. Yeah, well, I, was, I, I was getting there. But now the audience were. got there first. No, you it's because I'm funnier than you. So, I'm Almost certainly. Oh, we've established that straight away, haven't we? Hang on. Let's just, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Us three just go to the bar. They can take over. It's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck it. Take over. Actually, I did want to uh, tell you about my recent trip to China. Where, oh, do uh, go ahead. Well, I took part in the 17th uh, sponsored spitting marathon along the Great Wall of China. And uh, I didn't actually uh, get placed, but the participation alone was uh, really something else. Because, of course, what a lot of people may not realize is that China is the world beater when it comes to spitting. And uh, not only for consistency, but also length. So I was... Uh, I was never going to do very well, but uh, it was a, an exceptionally interesting experience to take part in. But uh, I came back with tuberculosis, <laughs> which is a uh, bit of a downside. But, you know, got to look at the positives in these things. It was, uh, it was an amazing experience. At so. least you'll now be protected from all the spitters in Brixton. Yeah. London yeah. is Europe's... Um, Wait, it is, exactly, capital, because is of all the spitters, I think, yeah, we live in Brixton. It's all yeah, the rage. It it's all the rage. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my little bit of world news for you. Okay. World news and sport in one. Is there nothing the audience can't do? Step it up, boys. Hang on, did the audience just call mutiny Ooh. on us there? Look at the big balls on this one, huh? They call mutiny on us, they take over the show, and then they, we get mic confusion. Oh. Next story! Next story! I, I've got nothing, I've been preparing for the marathon. Okay, okay. The literal news has been done, so... Yeah. So, in racist news, here we go. Um, white wing supremacist, pun, pun, 
Swan attacks foreign students. So a swan nesting at Warwick University has been accused of attacking students from ethnic minorities. This was in the, oh, the Telegraph this week, 10th of April. It must be true. Warwick University, yes. I know. I have access to all sorts. Um, There's so many jokes for so little time. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so Warwick University has, has erected a fence around a campus uh, lake to stop a spate of swans attacking students. But You left it erected, didn't you? I did. I giggled out erect, yes. You're in your 30s. Grow up. I need a supplement, need a supplement these days. <laughs> Do you know I get my hands on one? It wasn't produced in the UK. But it's £4.50. That or, is that or the popcorn? I'm not sure. Maybe I can have half and half. I would love that if, if they sell it in the cinema. Uh, well, oh, I want to... Oh! Man down! Ladies and gentlemen, we just had our first face shot. <laughs> we, shall, we shall recreate that later on. That was on video as well. Marvellous. We'll, we'll, we'll edit that one. We'll cut that one right in. Oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Less of the knob gags, yeah. That's going viral. That's a laugh. Um, you lost your place about the swan story now, haven't you? Yeah. So apparently this is a four-foot-tall bird with an eight-foot. Nice. I don't know why I'm doing that. An eight-foot-wide wingspan. Sorry, four-foot-tall bird. I'm excited. You like him at about four foot? I can overpower him. Like an Ewok? <laughs> I've never seen Star Wars. You've never seen Star Wars? No. Sorry, what? Yeah. No. You've never seen Star Wars? Never seen Star Wars. No, I've never seen Star Wars. Have you, have you seen Star Wars? So we're in a minority. Hang on, hang on. I've never seen E.T. either. Oh, that's... What? Sorry, two people... Have you seen E.T.? Of course I have. Yeah, you're, I'm normal. You're normal. We've both wow. seen E.T. Alright. I've seen bits of E.T. Have you? Which bits? The main bit, the phone home bit. Uh, the main, you're pointing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we've, we've entered some sort of... Does anyone remember Johnny Five? That was the best. That was the best. I just watched it, but the trouble is it won't stay in my mind, so I don't quite remember what happens. Oh, okay. Basically, it was a robot and he was cool. Well, yeah, I know, I know the plot. He was so cool, he came alive. He was all right. He's a nice guy. And had like a really rocking 80s soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that segment of the show is called Nostalgia. Yes, it was, it was the... Um, Talk about the racist swan. Hashtag films we did, did or didn't watch. There it is. Um, so this swan will only attack foreign or uh, non-UK-based students. So I'm getting distracted by Johnny B. Good. So, okay. Um, however... Cross it. Okay, hold on. I think this is flawed right. because they've only got quotes from foreign students. They haven't got quotes from indigenous students. However, however, we have in our midst this is a, a, uh, this is a podcast first. alumni of Warwick because we have a Warwick alumni on site who I believe has met the swan. Um, if you want me to say I've met the swan, I've met the swan. I don't think I have met the swan, although the place where the swan lives was on the place where I had to go to my lectures, which is only the biology people have to go that way. So it can only be attacking a few students. Either that or a mass of ethnic students is gathering in hopes of being attacked. I mean, the first quote is, I'm from India and they attack me especially. They focus straight on me. Yeah, I'm from India. Yeah. I think you'll find the swans are actually colorblind, but they do have a terrific sense of smell. <laughs> So that's us banned from the internet. There we go. It's the end of the show. That's very fascinating. I didn't realise that swans are colourblind and they're attracted more to smell. The weirdest thing, this is not the first time I've heard of swan aggression. Yeah, but I think this swan's probably nesting, isn't it? That would make sense. They don't randomly attack people. The guy then went on to say, I'm from India, again, reiterating the point, and they attack me especially. We've been warned that the swans will be a bit feisty at this time of year. Exam season? I don't know. They're stressed. Um, but, Finals. But they, but they go for me all, all year round. I think they don't like too many Indians in England. Maybe the swans here are a little bit racist. They're racist against the swans. But then there's an Italian. Actually, yeah, that's what I think. Exactly, true. That's why. And we can't eat swans in this country. That's probably why. The, the Queen owns them all. So, um, I got my own back on a swan once. What happened? Did you gunge it? Nope. <laughs> Wait, that deserves a bell. Oh, that, that was, was awesome. a good reference. 80s references. Um, I, I drove into a swan whilst driving the Thorpe Park train. 
at 18 kilometers per hour. Straight into the face. That wouldn't take down a swan. No. It would just anger it and make it feisty. It, it made it feisty. Hang on. We can't talk about racism on the internet, but you can talk about animal cruelty. Well, as long as they're saying. racist animals. Twitter's going to hate you. No. Next, you're going to be rude about cats. Oh. Wait, we could never be rude about cats. We, we could never. This wasn't one of the staff dressed up as a swan, and you, you, actually, you actually committed murder. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, I was driving the train from the farm back to Thorpe Park, uh, full of parents, children, other individuals that might have been grannies, grannies. probably grannies. grannies grannies and trannies all the same um, and this one decided it wanted to jump in front of the train now it's at the point of the track where i'm driving at the top speed is this a kamikaze swan basically yeah was it's it in, was it in protest swan. was it in protest or something i don't know i didn't you're poor it. driving no <laughs> i mean yeah, on a train you can only go in straight lines apply with rail kill but apply with road kill Whereas, as the perpetrator, you can't pick it up, take it home and roast it, but the one coming behind you can. You just gave that guy a free meal. So there's a lot of meat on a swan. They're, but they're a very cocky bird, because they know they're protected. Yeah. So they're going to walk around, yeah, I can do what I want. I can bite a, 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 an Indian person. Ladies and gentlemen, we've gained another audience member. This is true, he's on his way right now. We interrupt the swan story, which is no, going nowhere, to bring in on a new, new challenger appears. Paul Alexander, aka Tokyo Magic. Ladies and gentlemen, live on the RG Podcast, it's our official photographer, it's at Tokyo Magic. Hello. There he is, at Tokyo Magic in the house. Our audience is growing by 25%. <laughs> you and your math skills. Should we move on to the next thing? That's the end of the international local news. That's the end of international news. You missed out on a story called Hedgehog Selfies. You're missing out on the best stories here. Oh, uh, okay. What about not doing performing sexual acts whilst driving was the better story, actually. Okay, so here we go. So this is, this is the news story brought to you again by The Telegraph. Don't try sexual interaction whilst driving. Police warn. A half-naked man was pulled over. Good opening gambit to any story. A half-naked man was... Top, top half or bottom half, to be fair? Doesn't say. Bottom. We're assuming blowjob, right? We're going to make an assumption. Another, blo another blowjob gag. We're on knob gags today. Maybe he was wanking. Who can say? If you've got an automatic, you only need one hand. Ah, because they're like go-karts, basically. Yeah, yeah. But it's like when, when like a celebrity gets caught taking coke and banging a hooker, it's always caught in a sexual act. But I mean, if I sit down too fast or do a really nice sneeze, I feel some excitement. That's a sexual act. Yeah, it's exactly the same. At the moment it is, yes. <laughs> things, are, things are that bleak. That's you know? a sexual act, you know. <laughs> so anyway, the police um, put this out on Twitter. Okay, so Surrey Road Cops, at Surrey Road Cops. Surrey Road Cops. Um, when driving, Please don't attempt any sexual interaction, in inverted commas. It might be fun, but you'll, but you'll both be red-faced when we stop you for poor driving. Oh, see, I'm learning to drive at the moment. This is another rule I've got to learn. Oh, the there's road. so many. It's, it's outrageous. I failed my theory once already, and now I learn this. Oh. Failed your theory? I wouldn't say things like that on the internet. That's just embarrassing. <laughs> How do you skip the theory? I spelt my name incorrectly, okay? Ah, uh, Michael Ball. I wasn't wearing shoes. <laughs> and I, I was masturbating during the test. They got it wrong, you know. Right, so no wanking whilst driving, no wanking whilst, whilst testing, yeah, no theoretical masturbation. It's exciting, they have all these videos, you know, you're driving along. Oh. <laughs> so there we go, so sorry police, this was on the A30 in Egham. Um, traffic. So it's a, it's a, quite literally, there he is. Um, so traffic cameras on the A30 in Egham caught the driver, apparently in his mid 50s, driving slowly. Oh, fair, fair play. If you can still get up with that. Didn't, no, there's no, no details. I say he's perfectly allowed to do it. He's in his 50s. Bless him. You know when you get to a certain age, everything is just like, oh. He's masturbating in the car. Oh. A 21 year old does it. We filthy, filthy boy. He's in his 50s and his 60s. I'll do what he want, bless him. You know? I like the final line. The final line was, he was warned by traffic cops not to fool around whilst driving, but then he was fined for having faulty lights. Hang on a 
Beautiful. Cop. Isn't this England? Shouldn't it be policemen? This annoys me a lot. We're not America. Yeah. It's arse, not ass. It's policemen, not cops. You need to write a letter to the Telegraph. Yeah, I know, I do. I will do, actually. Dear Daily Telegraph. Yeah, I haven't whinged much today yet, anyway. <laughs> right. so. Well, now's your chance. Well, yeah, I will do. Would you like to whinge about anything else? Yeah, loads of stuff. How long have I got? Uh, about 30 seconds. Oh, um... Quick, quick uh, I, uh, uh, no. <laughs> OK. <laughs> we'll come back to whinge report in a I moment. agree with all your policies. I'm voting for you next year. I'm the Queen, and I am going to take over the world, so, you know. There we go. Grax. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Correct answer. All right, all right. So we're moving on to the Texas the Psychic Horse. Texas the Psychic Horse, he knows what your pets are thinking. Well, fortunately, we are saved this time because this week, the new edition of Take a Break's Fate and Fortune has come out with a whole collection of new tales and questions for Texas the Psychic Horse. And I also believe that, Michael Bell, you've also got a letter of I, some I kind found, in your hands. I found the Texas Psychic Horse letter on, on the train. Really? You found the letter on the I, train? I found the handwritten letter on the train from a Texas Psychic Horse on the way okay. down here. Wow. It was like it was like he knew. Oh, it's as if. So, I'm intrigued by this story. Uh, I will, well, because it's not made the paper, we're going to need uh, advice from the audience as okay, well. Okay, we'll take advice from the audience. Here we go. <laughs> Just dying slightly there, sorry. Um, you know, that's a bit hoarse. Hey. Uh, all right, we'll let you have that one. Thanks so much, I'm here all week. Wider long face, we're about to find out. So this letter reads, Dear Texas the Psychic Horse, how are you? Oh, don't get up. Stamp once for okay and twice for sadness, as you just psychicked up that next door's dog has romantic feelings towards that slow-moving turtle. The mucky bugger. Right, well, here's, here's why I'm writing this letter at you. Chester, who was our cat, but you already knew that, He's been looking awfully down recently, and I kind of wanted to know why. I wrote a letter to that sodding so-called psychic giraffe the other day, but he never replied. Something about can only read cursive text. <laughs> I think he's faking his psychic powers, if you ask me. Anyway, you want a horse for me. Solve my question, and I will give you five minutes alone in my sugar cube cupboard. Love and horse kisses, Mrs. Ladyface. So what's the problem with the cat? Chester the cat has been looking down recently, and we don't know why. So, um, should we put it to the audience first? Why has Chester the cat been looking down? Why is Mrs. Ladyface, why is Mrs. Ladyface's cat looking a bit glum? Moving on. Is he ginger? Is he ginger? Could be ginger. I just found the letter. Doesn't say he's ginger. That might be why. Any other reasons the cat's looking a bit glum? There could be so many different reasons. I mean, cats are... They're pretty fucked up creatures anyway. I think, you know, they're far too intelligent for a start. And I think, you know, they've probably taken on too much stress, day-to-day -day life. It could just be an amalgamation of things. Maybe a relationship has fallen apart or even failed a driving test. Who knows? A cat failing a driving test. possible. This is why you're not a psychic horse. You don't get to the hoof of the problem. Hey, very good. <laughs> that, that's quite a morbid reason for cats to be upset. Well, well, Sexy heard your jokes. That's why. <laughs> oh, thoughts, oh, thoughts. Bring us thoughts. Um, maybe he came within a whisker of winning the lottery. Oy, there it is. One ball out. I'll ding when I want to, damn it. Right. So, Grax, biggest news from Texas. Okay, we have another story from Texas, a psychic horse, as interpreted by Holly Davis. <laughs> Animal communicator. And we have a letter from Laura Hawks from Hove. Hove, right. That we're honest. Here we go. Dear Texas, Good start. I recently moved out of my mum's house to live with my boyfriend, Darren, leaving my dog behind. The dog's name is Molly. I visit often, but Molly seems sad when I'm there. Is she okay when I'm gone, and does she know I'll always visit her as often as I can? And what is Texas reply? Texas reply says, Molly is sad that you're apart, and she feels as if she doesn't get much quality time with your mum. <laughs> I can see Molly wanting to be acknowledged, but only getting an absent-minded pat on their head. An absent-minded pat on the head. An absent-minded pat on the head. How was that? Is an absent-minded pat on the head just a slap? Uh, absent-minded pat on the head. Molly adores your visits and says the more of them, the better. I'm also picking up 
the spirit of Poppy, who wants you to look in the mirror. She says you'll see her there with a white owl, who is your animal spirit guide. Sorry, an owl? Yes. Is the owl alive or dead? It's a spirit guide. I don't understand what that is. It, what, it guides your spirit. The clues in the name. <laughs> it's quite incredible. So I'm reading this, and what I'm getting from it is Texas has realised that Laura has been quite neglectful to her pet, who is adoring her for years, and now she's just disappeared. She's going, no, oh, there, there, it's fine, fine. So Texas is trying to give her some sensible advice. But that's not spiritual enough, it's not supernatural enough for a magazine. So she threw in the spirit owl just to meet the quota. But it's like Texas is being half-assed. I bet she's a hoot. Hey. Hey. Texas is... But Texas's standards are dropping. I, I know, that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to send in an owl to do his work for him. Okay, so we have a reply. We have a reply from Laura. Laura says, Darren has five cats. Which is why I couldn't take Molly with me. Five cats. Five cats. That's a bit suspicious for a kicker. How does a man have five cats? How big's his house? Hearing what Texas says made Mum and me feel guilty, but as you should, you neglectful monster. <laughs> Brilliant. We've been, we've both been known to give Molly a quick scratch on the head when we're too busy to play with her. A quick scratch on the head. Quick scratch on the head. Well, like a stab. That's exactly with a butter knife. We're not in Brixton now. Calm down. Mum has promised to give Molly more attention now. I was amazed that Texas picked up on Poppy, our other dog, who passed away in August. And I can't wait to try out the mirror experiment. Sorry, the mirror experiment? The mirror experiment, which Texas recommended to, that she try. I can't take him seriously because he has five cats. Who has? I like cats, but who has five of them? Crazy people, apparently. So that, exactly. So we should, And he's writing into this. No. He needs to be in the home or something. Well, the thing is, I bet Molly's going a bit crazy because Laura now stinks of pussy. <laughs> the overabundant stench of pussy is everywhere and it drives Molly crazy. But what, why? Why are you guys laughing? I don't, I don't understand. Laughing is a, is a far-reaching expression for that one. So yeah, that's, that's this week's Texas the Psychic Horse story. And we have more, but I'll save those for a future episode. It's Texas the Psychic Horse. He knows what your pets are thinking. Next section of the show! It is time for. <laughs> it's a bad question. Okay, the intro is so always better than the actual fucking questions we get sent in. We have we have several burning questions, but we've got some, let's start off with some live a live burning questions around the table. So um, here we go from uh, Katie Rowan. Very good. How many am I allowed? You can yeah, give us two burning questions. So here we go. First burning question. Three. Can I have three? So why does stovetop coffee? Uh, sorry. Why does my stovetop coffee maker drip? So why does your stovetop coffee maker drip? It's got a hole in it, Deliza. Don't fill it, Deliza. Probably because you're cursed. Oh, it's a curse. No, it's because it's slow and, 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 and special. Right. It's because you're sinned. I, uh, it does sound like a Texas question. Okay. Uh, we'll have another question. Why do I only ever bump into my ex when I'm not wearing makeup? Why do I only ever bump into my ex whilst I'm not wearing makeup? It's a bugger, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I mean, I've never come across that problem myself. I am always. Lick suited and booted and ready to go whenever I bump to any of my exes. What's your favourite variety of makeup, Grax? Brown. Brown? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and we'll take a, take a question from around the table. Uh, it's not really burning, but it's, uh, it's been at the back of my mind. Are we going to open the cream eggs? What? Yeah, yeah, we will be unveiling the cream eggs. Oh my eggs. god, where do these cream eggs come from? No, no, you can't have them all. No, I can. no you, get, you get the one cake and one cream egg. That wasn't the deal. Alright. Okay, well that's... The answer is no, we're not going to get nobly in the cream eggs. Does Adele have a burning question? Um, do I have a burning question? No. Hey, moving on. <laughs> uh, what sort of acid do you think would be the most painful? Hydrofluoric, hydrochloric or sulfuric? In a genital burning area. Oh, uh, I'm going hydrochloric. 
I think. That's, that's a stinger, that one. Anyone else? Any advances? Whatever was in that uh, after whack lotion that was rubbed upon my testicles when it got waxed. Yeah, I've, I've had some deep heat on my balls and that was horrible. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine the pain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. oh yeah, when I, de when I detoxed the table and then forgot and went to use the toilet. That was... Yeah, you remember that time you were crying in a child's toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What about Sophia? Because doesn't that smell? They, they agree with me. me. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is horrible when you detox your penis. Yeah, I'll move that now. I'm going to tag out. I'm tagging out. Oh dear. So, I guess, um, I guess you'll play on the host. Sulfuric because I believe it'll stink the you most. You don't like sulfuric. What do you not want, Belle? Hydrochloric, hydrofluoric, or sulfuric? Second one. The second one. That's what they used to melt a body in Breaking Bad. Oh, really? I've just started watching Breaking Bad. I'm only four episodes in. Don't spoil it for me. But, well, I haven't watched a single episode of that. I've been meaning to get around to collecting all five series. Is that supposed to be pretty violent? I also... Oh, well, that's hydrochloric, Aaron. Is it? Yeah. Shit. Scary, isn't it? Stomach acid. What is stomach acid again? Made of a... Hydrochloric acid. Oh, I see. Okay, next better question. I preferred it when Adele was the host. It all got very intellectual about acid. <laughs> You're going to do something about poo, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, my, my, I was wondering, Adele, are you looking for a job? Because I think we've got an opening right now for a, a, a host of the show. A new host. I am actually genuinely looking for a job at the moment. Give me a job, world. I will send us a CV and it was good to do. I'm sorry. It's for the good of the company. We need a pretty one in the group. What's our next burning question then? Oh Give me the iPad. Oh man, I was joking. This joke's gone way too far. I've got the mic now, it's happened. It's got the power. So now we've got a new host. How do you feel about this as a new regime? I, I think a bit of uh, estrogen would be good for balancing out the sausage fest. <laughs> right, I have a burning question, everybody. Is Greg Wallace real or is he past contestants boiled egg in glasses? That's from Bob to Warrior Weed. Oh no, Ginger Dino. Sorry, you, you failed. Uh, you failed the interview. All right. Okay. You two weren't listening. That's the problem. Here we go. Right. I have a burning question, everybody. It's from Ginge at Dino B24 on the Twitter. At RG Productions, is Greg Wallace real or is he a past MasterChef contestant boiled egg in glasses? Hashtag burning question. I've seen him in real life, and he looked pretty real, but sad. Um, I'm going to go with answer two because I don't know who he is off the top of my head. He's an egg. He's an egg, apparently. He's the guy who chews really disgustingly oh. on MasterChef. He eats like his sort of his lips disgust each other oh, so he can I possibly see. close his mouth. Okay. I like this one because it's kind of apt. If you're running a marathon and need to take a dump, what's the protocol? That's from you're ruining Skippy. an illusion. This is improvised. Okay. So really, here's a question from my good friend Skeddy, who I know from uh, the Twitterverse and the, in and the internets. And he says, if you're running a marathon and you need a poo, what's the protocol? This is something I should know. I've been asking various different marathon runners from all my travels across the lands the past few months, and they all say that there are actually game uh, poo stalls, so if you need to go to use the toilet, just go use the toilet. But you have to... Don't you have to overload on carbs beforehand? You do have to be overloading one's so carbs. So it's going to be present. It's, it's, it's going to be, be pretty solid. There's a, there's a danger. There's a danger that's going to happen. I've heard tales. Of I mean, I was knackered playing table tennis earlier on, so I can't talk. But I assume running a marathon. I've heard lots of movement. I have heard tales of people just weeing themselves as they run. There's no time for seeing. You can get away with a I wee. I can't get away with yeah. a poo, though. I think a danger shit brings a little bit more exciting. Danger shit? We have, we have a new quote for life here. New valuable life. I can't get away with a poo. You know, you can get away with a wee. You can't get away with it, no, no. I think, I think there's room for a danger shit. Every six miles, just drop the kid. Is that why you're so skinny? Yeah. <laughs> if I had done two whilst we've been doing this. That's what that was. Nappy. I could wear a nappy. They actually sell nappies. Going back to this story about... No, going back to the story about men's toilets, advertising, all sorts of things. They actually sell... Man nappies. Man nappies. Mappy, mappies. Like, like lady towels, but man tap nappies for when they get a bit too old. That's very different. No, no, it's the same thing. That's just that's for seepage, not for shite. Going going back to it though, you say when they get too old, he's in his seventies, he pooed himself. Aww. Oh, he done a poo again. <laughs> done a poo again. But you can but you can do what you like in the car. It's okay. It's acceptable. So I guess the ultimate answer is um, I don't plan to need a poo 
or a wee you during can, the run. You can never know. A poo is sneaky. It'll jump out at you when you least expect it. Okay, so we've got another one from Ian Hall at Ian64. Um, why hasn't the phrase, with respect, uh, which leads to something being said, which intends none at all, been banned yet? Basically, he's saying, whenever someone says the words, well, with respect, they're effectively just insulting you. So... It's a polite way to be really fucking rude. Moving on. Well, there's so many of those. This is, I, I'm not calling you stupid, but... <laughs> Da 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 da, but don't insult the audience! <laughs> I don't mean to be racist, but that's one. I pitched the question who would win in a fight between an Ewok and a honey monster? So, who do you think would win in a fight between an Ewok and a honey monster? Well, the honey monster, because he's really fucking scary. So, honey monster from Grax. Ewok. Ewok from Katie Ruan. Ruan. Ruan of the internet. <laughs> Oh, Honey Monster every time. I think the Honey Monster. I th yeah, I mean, we'd all be winners. And personally, I'm going Ewok. Why? Because they're crafty. But the Honey Monster's huge and scary and scary as a child. They're crafty little shits. So we had the professional comedian, Tony Law. Uh, so at, uh, I think it's at Tony Law. I'm warming up there. So at Mr. Tony Law, who Michael Bell is going to warm him up at some point in the summer. I've got very hot hands. Wow. <laughs> At Mr. Tony Law said, one for one, pound for pound, always the monster. The Ewok is a pack animal, so he thinks the Ewok are only effective in groups. Yeah. Burning question. That is a fantastic answer. It is, it genuinely is. We had our first audio boo um, burning question, so what we'll do, we'll cut it into the show and then we'll give a response. Hello, this is Witch of Science, and I have a burning question. My question is, why are they called balance? Where is the bell? I would love to know that. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, um, literally. Well, it's because, um... Why is it called a bell end? Cracks. Because it looks like a bell, and it's on the end of a dick. We have a bell live in front of us. That looks like a nipple. If your penis looks like that, then you really have issues. Fantastic... Well, that's the thing. I heard, in a, I heard in a pub, I heard in a pub that the shape of the penis has been evolutionarily designed to scoop out semen. What? Well, think about it. Yeah, it's almost like that's its purpose. That's its purpose. So think about it. Um, a woman's been seeded and has still got the semen inside. So, is this how you romance your lady? Yes. Lady, I'm going to seed you all this evening. How, how are you the only one who have girlfriends in this group? <laughs> I'm arriving with the seeding. <laughs> that, that's the kind of charm that works. Got boys. Hey, baby, do you fancy a night in with a DVD and then get seeded? Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. So when, when a woman's full of semen, Full of semen, to the to the brim, to the brim. <laughs> then 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 uh, a comp a competitive male may come in and just have sex with said woman. Ah, that's the thing. Like if a girl um, has slept with a guy for ages and then has a one night stand with somebody else, she'll get pregnant from the one night stand because it's different semen. They get used to it. What? Is that where I'm going wrong? No, you're just not. No, you're not sleeping with women. That's where you're going wrong. <laughs> Penises are only so far in length, so if the semen have swum up towards the uterus, how the hell is the bell end going to scoop the semen out? Well, this is, the, this is where a competi competitive man has to work really quickly. As soon as, say, say Andy's shot his load and he's fallen asleep, Michael Bell has to come in and just go in with his willy, scoop out his Andy's semen with his bell end. I always carry, I always carry a spade, always carry a spade. <laughs> and then just go straight in for the, for the, for the deuce and then run away before anyone's noticed what's happened. And that's how women get pregnant. <laughs> that's where babies come from. I, I, I don't I think wrong. So you don't believe that theory? No. So, so what's your theory? I've never thought about it, but I will, and I will get back to you. Okay. I promise. Um, so I'm going to coin the phrase Bell Scoop. That's what I call it. Well, there's a nickname that will stick, won't it? Yeah. Michael Bell Scoop. Adele's also a lady. Should we get Adele's opinion? Adele. Yes. You're a lady. Ever been full of semen? I don't understand how that will answer the question. <laughs> okay. I read somewhere that the reason for the whole bell end link was the, the fact that uh, when a man ejaculates, there is actually a ringing sound very similar to a bell, but apparently only eunuchs and dogs can hear it. <laughs> Brilliant. I've got another question. You know, some men have really, really, really small penises. I've seen these things, yes. So, how does that work with them? Because some of them can't. Anyway, never mind. But, you, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a minute. 
It's getting a little bit personal today. Was this for a friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. It's for a friend. Welcome to our new sexual sexual harassment. This is what would RG do? This is hashtag what would RG do? Basically, whenever I ejaculate, I do ring my bell. And it's been taken off, it's like now everyone's else seen it, that's really cool, you know. So, you know. so this week's RG, what would RG do question is, my p friend's penis is way too small, what do we do with it? Yeah. And also, another thing with the, the scooping, is it... The, the, the bell scoop. Is it the foreskin that does it? Because what about men who've been circumcised and don't have a foreskin? I mean, have you not seen a penis in action before? Well, no. Well, not in, in action, because it's internal. She, <laughs> she's a very significant part of this operation. From from mem from memory, it's, it's hold on. You were there. You would have to jump in afterwards, wouldn't you? To scoop it all up with the bell. There it is. I have my spade. There's a lot of scoopage. Do you have to lay down a cloth beforehand? Is it you use plastic sheeting? What's your technique? You should, because otherwise you just leave a disgusting mess on the bed. Okay. It's very uncouth. It's uh, not to, to not carry a protect protective layer. I mean, you you clearly come prepared. Well, I've got my bag, so uh, just in case. Okay. So, yeah, Is that a bit of a pun in there as well. Come prepared. Yeah, well, yeah. It's a, it's a shit pun. Why do you think my bag's so big? Because you've got a tiny so penis. So just quickly answer your question. <laughs> in theory, that man should die off because his penis is not big enough to scoop up the semen. But because of society of um, monotony, yeah, they're they're very sympathetic. It's monogamy, not monotony. <laughs> and certainly not hang Monopoly, that's hang for sure. On. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to give it two claps. There it is. Actually, that's, just a, that's a massive Freudian slip, isn't it? Monotony, boring. Monogamy, lovely relationship. I think, I think Izzy from Turkeyland has got her money's worth for that question. That's a proper burning question. Fantastic. Well, that rounds up this week's burning question. Burning question. Burning question. Burning question. Burning question. There it is. Are we done yet? Nearly. Let's uh, let's finish up the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mike's poem. Puff the magic dragon, live by the sea. But like many other locals in the area, he never really took advantage or visited the places on, on the location. It's like when you move to London and you only see sights when your friends come to stay. Basically, Puff had grown used to his town and he kind of longed for an urban concrete environment with less salty air. It played havoc with his asthma. The moral of this tale of woe is moving to the country isn't all this cracked up to be. True story. It's another beautiful poem from Michael Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike's poem. Go in, go in. Live applause. Just gave me the Fantastic. clap. Please get studio audience more often. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like to be in the RG Podcast studio audience, we'll arrange other events across the summer before our Edinburgh Fringe uh, visit. Oh, yeah, we're going to the Fringe, aren't we? Yeah. Apparently we're going to the Fringe. Um, apparently this show that you've just been listening to is going to go to the world's largest comedy festival. We haven't written the joke yet. Yes, we have. We've got 14 weeks of material. We haven't written a joke yet. That's the that's the response we're expecting. Oh, and they need a refund. Um, Grax, anything you'd like to mention at the end of the show? And um, the only thing I, I'm going to mention at the end of this mention at the end of the show is, is a quick plug for my marathon. I've succeed, successfully run the marathon. It was amazing, and I would still love some sponsorship money. Go to virginmoneygiving.com forward slash Grax Domain, and you can sponsor any literal or as much as you can. Thank you so much. All the money goes towards Leukemia Care, a fantastic charity, and sponsorship donations finish on 30th of May 2014 I believe and that's it thank you so much for everybody who's helped me along the journey what's new in the world of Michael Bell um, Ding and Jones are recording something this week so watch that when it comes out and that's youtube.com forward slash Ding and Jones absolutely and fantastic get, sign up on up follow us on Twitter we've got 60 bastard followers we need more yeah I follow Michael Bell I follow Ding and Jones Michael, the Michael Bell 86 Michael, that's the problem Michael Bell 86 that's who you need to follow oh. Well, who am I following? Follow both. Be lovely. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, yep, so you there's a new there's a new video out next week if I can edit it, which hopefully I can. So. Excellent. So you can interact with the RG podcast. Uh, Follow Biscuit and Braun and Adele Ramblings as well. Oh, What's okay. your? We'll get there in a minute. Yes. Oh, what do I want to promote? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm big into selling cat biscuits at the moment. Michael Bell, you might be interested. I hear you have a cat, a visiting cat. He does have a cat now, officially, yeah. Or you could um, follow Biscuit and Brawn on Twitter. So that's at Biscuit and Brawn? It is, at Biscuit and Brawn. You could follow me if you think maybe Kate, the other half, not worth it. 
No, okay, it's good. Um, and I am at Adele's Ramblings. And then at Kate Cheryl. Yes, at Kate Cheryl. Well done. It's a good save there. <laughs> and we've got a we've got a video YouTubey thing that's nearly edited, that will be out soon. It's exciting. It's partially haunted. Marveloso. Um, if you want to interact with the RG Podcast, we are at RG Prod because RG Podcast doesn't fit or RG Productions. Hashtag RG Podcast. Hashtag Burning Question. Or just find us on the street. Just ask us someone, you know. I'm not homeless for the last time. You, you've been here like three times last month. Just come here. You'll be just here. Yeah, if you want to. I'd, li I'd like to put a big thank you to at Bounce Ping Pong for inviting us down. Thank you for hosting us for the RG Podcast. And just to round off the way in getting in touch with us, you can follow us on Facebook, which is facebook.com forward slash rgprod, and you can email us at rgproductions at gmail.com. So that pretty much rounds up the show. Thank you to our live audience. Any last words? Can all cyclists stop at red lights or get crushed by buses? Okay. Sound advice. Anyone else? Uh, thank you. And as as a current, um, to give the, the marathon a little plug, I am a leukaemia person. And, um, yeah, it's a very valid charity. So, thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Domain, raising money for leukaemia care, lymphoma research. Any other thoughts from the audience before we wrap up? Nothing profound, no. Okay. Isn't Bolognese a funny word? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening into the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for literally spending hours of your time being, well, entertaining us more than we've entertained you. We appreciate your support. We'll see you soon. Let's get the fuck out of here. All that's left to say is... Bye! Bye.